You're now listening to WAU Radio on CSR. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome back to the WAU show. And if you have not been listening before, if you don't really know what we're talking about, we talk about um, issues that and development issues that affect, affect Africa. Um, as always, you know me, I'm Dami. And obviously we have Adam here. What's up? Sadly, we don't have Harrison today. Is is doing some? Is making big plans, isn't it? Big moves. <laughs> big moves. But the good thing is we have a replacement. Not necessarily a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Another member of our of our um, WAU team is gonna be replacing Harrison today. Her name is Sika. I'll allow you to, you know, give a little introduction of yourself. Um, hi, my name is Sika. Sus. It means money where I'm from. Woo! She just had to put that in there. Oh my days! It's a self plug. Cannot, she can already see she's she's behaving like Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> can, oh can already can already. Oh goddamn! Nah. Um. All right. The next song. The song we're about to play is by Nonso Amadi. I don't really know how to pronounce the name, but I'll just go for it. Aika. It's Aika. It's Aika apparently. That was Nonsense Madi. The name was what? Eka. According to Sika, you know. It's Eka. According to the money team. Dream team. Gang, gang, gang. Because Harrison isn't here today, we don't have a... What's that? What's that my laptop? I'm so sorry. Because Harrison isn't here today, we don't have a um, proverb of the day. So instead, we have replaced it with 
notable news. And the news of today is that leaders of the 44 African countries have signed a deal to create one of the largest free trade blocks in Africa. So the agreement was signed at a summit in the Rwandan capital and it to remove all the trade barriers like tariffs and import quotas to allow a free, f- a free flow of goods. This is obviously a great thing, but a few countries have opted out, two of the biggest being Nigeria and South Africa, who have pr- seen seen this deal meet a stumbling block because they are some of the biggest, let's be honest, they are some of the biggest nations in Africa. So them refusing to join the deal, and the reasons for refusing was that they had to consult their trade unions and other business communities before they did anything further. What do you think? Which makes sense. Though, no, yeah, it definitely makes sense. It's not. It's not even a logical thing. So it's like, um, removing trade barriers and everything is gonna affect the traders in those countries. Mm-hmm. And f- personally, I think if I'm not mistaken, Nigeria and South Africa have one of the biggest economy. Okay, Nigeria right now we're, we're going through a recession. So, but I, usually they have one of the biggest economies in Africa. Mm-hmm. So if they do something like that, it's really gonna affect them. Which is the problem. Um. Britain had with the EU as well, the mm-hmm. trade and everything, of which now they're even trying to re- reconstruct it. But I feel like in the long run, it would make sense for Africa as so. whole. But the only reason why this idea is not too good is because, like, it's going to it's gonna benefit some people more than it's going to benefit other people. In what so, way? Because, for instance, now, the whole point of this economy, whatever, mm-hmm. is to make your money, your, your currency stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah? If we, all, if we all had, like, the same currency... Like the EU does, mm-hmm. or like we had removing, a, a, a remo- yes. euro equivalent. Yeah, removing EU, um, um, trade barriers mm-hmm. would help everyone out because our, our economy will be booming, will be good in general in terms of international relations and everything. Mm-hmm. But removing trade barriers where there's no, where there isn't any like unified currency mm-hmm. kind of stuff, would affect a lot of people more than it will affect, because it will mean that people can d- deal freely without having um, negative effects of the trade. Mm-hmm. And some countries will be able to exploit that better than other countries, which will mean, which will, mean it's, which will make it much better for them than the other countries, which is what I think South Africa and Nigeria I think are contemplating both. when they say they don't want to do it. Because it's not something you could just go, oh, let's remove trade barriers. There are things that go before that, mm. which have, has not been put into place. So putting in trade barriers is not... It seems like a smart idea right now, but just like that, it's only good for some people yeah, and not good for other people. So most of those countries that I've put in without thinking about it, I don't know, I don't think they are. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't say that they didn't think about it. We don't know the process. Yeah, I'm just saying Maybe, that. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, to be honest. Yeah. Sika, any thoughts? I think it's a good idea overall. I think maybe the biggest issues I would see would be maybe political differences between different countries, of course, and maybe... You know, some countries are good at producing some goods better than others. So those who are bad at it right now, they will definitely lose out more on the market. Yeah. They'll get cannibalized, basically. And then maybe poor transport or communication between barrier to barrier. How they've been doing things will have a big change, and not everybody's ready for that. So. Mm. Yeah. The trade between African countries is actually really low. It accounts for only 10% of all outcomes as well in comparison to like the EU and or even Asia. Asia have a trade percentage of 25%, and that goes up to around 50% within the EU. But the thing is that because we export everything out, people are saying that there's then need for us to intertrade with each other, especially because of the thing you touched upon earlier, mm-hmm. Dami, and also because of the way Africa is set up. One of the one of the things that they said was that 
it could be a threat to jobs and also a threat to security mm-hmm. because if we allow exactly this type of free moving things that just because of the way our current landscape is is a bit dangerous mm-hmm. since we're on this news um not about news news yeah. section yeah i'm just gonna put it out there the dangote has decided to um invest in nigeria's refineries because we you know nigeria has three refineries but none of, none of them are in use like no, i didn't know that that's so like we always have to export our oil yeah. and our stuff to We're okay <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we always have to explore our, our oil to like other countries and then buy it from them. Yeah. Back. Oh, and then they get like the you know how like when you refine oil you can use the waste for that thing. Yeah. And then we have to buy things like that as well. Mm. So now Dangote has said that he wants to invest in one of the refineries so we can be refining our oil in us. Which is, I think, that's a, a, good really, show, a yeah. really good idea. That's a good show. And that's that's why people like him would always be rich because they're always looking progressively. For, do you understand? Yeah, I just want to say one more thing that people are doubting about this is because you know after when the EU set up the EU, it took more than fifty years to establish, and Africa doing it now, they feel like as if can we even do it in fifty years that type of thing because not even everyone has ratified the decision. So first, everyone needs to ratify the decision. Then we need to start making the legal policy. Then we need to even talk about whether we want a common currency and all of those mm-hmm. things. So they're saying that what well, is a good idea is looking very. That's a, that's a bad way of looking at it, though, because like what we need to understand is the the EU. They've the only reason why it took them that long was because they are the first people to do it. So why can't we just learn from their mistakes and be more efficient and organizable? Mm-hmm. One, two, I don't think that just. Jumping into it is a good, smart strategy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should have a structured plan. Mm. And like, for instance, it's not just doing one of the aspects of it, like or making reducing trade barriers. We should have like groups. Like for instance, we should do um, currency, everything, everything. Like a lot of factors together. We'll let it go, test run. Mm. Then we we'll put more on it and more on it and everything. Because if you're doing one one after the other, number one. It might not be that efficient, number two. The way these things work, they have to work together with each other. Mm-hmm. Most of this, most of these objectives and all this, they have to work together with each other. Which is why I feel like that trade barrier probably won't work if we don't have equal currency, same mm-hmm. currency and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like, it is a possible idea. But people shouldn't be looking at it in terms of that. Oh, um, it took you fifty years. Now it's gonna take us. X amount years. of years, yeah. No. You told you 50 years, they made mistakes. We can learn from that. Cool. Anything to add, Tika? Oh. I believe in economies of scale and cutting costs, so I think <laughs> it's a, a great idea to some point. And yes, the AU has been set up for long, so if they took it one step at a time and maybe focus on one specific market. One step like at a time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to rush. Yeah, like rice good or voice, cocoa or something. <laughs> mm. Then maybe we can see what kind of progression will be there. Because we have to think about the relocation of operations between countries. And mm, that's a good point. Who wants to give up what to make this succeed? It's very important. That's a good point. That's a good point. Moving on from notable news now, though. Um, recently, Sierra Leone has been uh, electing their new leaders, and news came out that they were using the blockchain method to essentially run the elections. So a lot of media picked up on this, and it turned out to be a false uh, rumor. Yes, blockchain was used, but it was used as a as a what a standby just to see what was what was occurring. But this 
um, this recent event has brought up discussion about science, technology, engineering, and mathematics in Africa. So because of the use of blockchain or the potential use of blockchain in Sierra Leone and in future elections in Sierra Leone, people are starting to examine whether African countries are investing enough in these sectors of yeah of the country, whether they're investing enough in science, whether they're investing enough in technology, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So first I want to pose is, do you, you guys, are you guys aware of the STEM institutions in your, in your respective countries? I'm a proud participant <laughs> in this field. In so what field specifically? Technology and science. And you feel like it's an important thing to be touched upon? I think it's one of the most important things to be touched upon because it is, not a lot of people realize this, but it's actually in our everyday lives from booking flights to standing in queues to buy your food, STEM mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's definitely the most important thing. And in terms of resources, do you feel like it's been given the accurate amount of funding needed in order to develop into a prominent role? I think it's per country, per priority. So the U.S. started it off and they pour about billions into this field. And when it comes to Africa, I haven't even heard any stats. So that Mm. definitely tells (laughs) a lot. Yeah. And if you think about the foundation of STEM as well, it came from pretty much, let's just say war they needed to get ahead of the war. So they put in a lot of money, a lot of infrastructure, a lot of resources into get, providing their scientists into giving them all of the things that they need to push them ahead. And that kind of really set the wheel rolling. Mm. And for us, we haven't had the chance to really have a need for it, except the basics that we receive from what other people have done. We just know the learning curve and then we bring it home, but we never really self-start our own industry. That was a good point you made about the US investing because they invest what? 70% of their domestic and international jobs are from all the STEM, STEM funding that they partake in. And when you compare with the STEM policies in Africa, people have noted that it's a bit robust or there's no framework at all. And if we draw back to how this can feather the country, the argument for STEM is that if we implemented more STEM policies, we would have less need for foreign um, foreign workers to come into the country because we have the Chinese, we have a lot of Americans coming in to do jobs that require STEM skills, STEM basic skills. And that's because we have we ourselves haven't been taught these skills. So it would be a cycle of we always need help. And it's back to the type the thing about aid. That's why it ties into most of the things we do. So if we the argument is if we invested in STEM we would stop, you know, people coming in and taking the jobs of our people. Is that an accurate statement? I don't think so because in the end, if you look at our foundation, STEM, people in Africa separate them and teach them into totally different, like, spectrums. So they have, you go for your science class, you go for your tech class, you do you might do some engineering, you definitely do some math, but they, di- they never connect all of those four pieces. Together. Yeah, so that's why we don't call it STEM. We just call it, you're doing science, you're doing tech, you're mm-hmm. doing computer science, you're doing engineering. You nev- nobody really puts them together. And that's definitely the fundamental problem because they only learn about the theory. They never learn about applying into the real world. And that's what STEM actually is, is the connectivity the of all of these things. Yes. So they definitely, if you think about it, we really learn hard. One big thing that I came across was that the same stuff my parents learned in their science classes, that's the same stuff I grew up learning. There was never any <laughs> I- improvement into beyond like maybe what Einstein came up with or maybe what Steve Hawking came up with. We've been learning the same stuff from the 1800s. Yeah. There hasn't been any like really lessons on maybe technologi- 
technology improvements that have come up maybe in the last 10 years that the kids in t- fourth grade can be learning right now. No, they're mm. just learning all the basic theories. So they grow up only knowing that, yes, we need oxygen to breathe. And when yeah. we breathe, CO2 comes out. And that's great, but what do we do with that? And I think that's the fundamental problem. We don't go farther than just knowing about it. Mm. Um, I understand what you're saying, but in some way, I don't really agree with, with it, rather. Because <coughs> if you think about it, um, we need to learn the basics to be able to understand anything anyways. So we need to understand the fundamentals. But like, I feel like, People who do engineering and most of all these modules and all those um, courses will tell you that they go further in that. And I know too many, I don't know about Ghana, but like I've heard so much news. I know a lot of my friends that actually do STEM work yeah. and have a lot of ideas and everything. Mm. I think the major issue is just funding. Mm. Yeah, Because I see too many news of this Nigerian person or this African person developing something and gets swiped up by the by the Western world, mm-hmm. take them to their country, start working for them. Because our our com- our government and our country, we haven't reached that level of intelligence yet mm-hmm. to understand that okay, this is this is essential, this is important. Let's invest in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had I've had so many. There's this lady that invested that in, um created a um can't remember what she did exactly, but basically the bio stuff can detect um missiles or something like that something weird like that mm-hmm. i can't remember i saw it on instagram recently and she was nigerian yeah mm-hmm. but guess what she was developing it for the u.s mm-hmm. so it's not like obviously most of these people also might have just been born and bred in the u.s originally you need to understand that but minus that I've, i know people that are born in the uk and sorry in, in nigeria and africa yeah that actually have this kind of way of thinking and I've been taught well enough although our educational education system is not that great it's not as great as theirs there's room for your improvement is what I'm saying and mm-hmm. we need to focus on that it's not even a matter of obviously what you guys saying about how like we need to in, improve the way we teach this kind of um, courses and stuff like that is very essential but at the same time we also need to improve the investment the money the capital we invest in it Mm-hmm. It's just like this because mm-hmm. we need to understand that it's important, and we need to also focus more on things like that rather than focusing on things that bring us money in the short in the in short, short term. term. Short Do you term understand? Do you understand? So like, I feel like it's a major issue. The major issue is not really; it's really the way our governments look at all these things mm-hmm. because what the Western world has realized is that this is essential. And like you've seen, uh, the U.S. have seventy percent of their domestic and international jobs from STEM work. Yeah. From STEM work, so that's that's really significant. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying that <coughs> we need to start thinking like them in that manner. There's a lot of discussion because about the time of the Ebola outbreak, we lacked any like research in terms of what Ebola was, and that's when all the international bodies had to step in. It's so funny that. Ebola, you know the way they made Ebola seem when it started in Africa? It was as if it was something new. Mm-hmm. But it was oh, like the Western the Western world, Europe, they knew about Ebola way long time ago. Mm-hmm. The first Ebola outbreak was 1800. That time ago. Yeah. So, the way it just caught us by surprise, 
was very it shows where we, where we stood yeah and it shows that since happening whenever i did us not having the capability the understanding to do anything about it and having to rely on the us and uk uk where all of those countries were a huge influence in how it was dealt with and it's part of the story that we don't deal with this type of thing properly so the question is then how do we not even ask but how how do we go about changing the mindset because it's not just really the governments there's a lot of lack of reporting even from the media in regards to all the stem work that's done i've seen like you can there are a lot of stories that don't get picked up by the news in terms of new in, t- in terms of science technology engineering and mathematics because it's seen as less important so is there something that we need to do in order to change the way this is perceived by the public or is it something that's just a natural progression and we'll see over time as they start to realize it themselves uh, I think first off we need to widen the pipeline because I'll give a great example of this this guy in Nigeria that actually won the yeah go ahead <laughs> the mathematics like he solved a mathematical equation that was impossible to solve for a long time you I heard that story I know who you're talking in, about in, yes. Jam- in Germany right yes. Yes. something like that yeah yeah and his operate like his what he did was only celebrated up to maybe Instagram level I would say I don't even know how big of a big deal that is but if I saw it and I was in the country then that's great then but what is gonna happen is he's going to be recognized by as we've seen so far people in Microsoft or Google or somewhere and they're just going to take him away mm-hmm. and give him all the opportunities that he definitely didn't have in Nigeria and why we don't give him reason to stay so first off definitely. we're already equally opening the brain drain by ourselves and definitely i feel like the pipeline is so small that as soon as the people who graduate in these fields are ready to come out and work they just look toward mm. the west right away mm. Mm. we don't even give them the chance to try here yeah i feel like the brain drain um issue you raised up is very very essential when it comes to stem and even outside STEM, because I'll tell you this story about how I was talking to my aunt recently, and I was telling her about how I'm gonna want to go back eventually, mm-hmm. go back to Nigeria. She was having a really strong, strong, um, I said strong yet, <laughs> strong strongly <COVID>. worded, <laughs> strongly worded discussion yeah. with me about how like I should stay in the UK, better opportunities, greener pastures, kind of stuff. It's not a fault. It's because of what she's experienced probably kind of stuff and like it's just bad the fact that we have all these great great thinking people and like they just get swept up by the by the west by microsoft google all those people man and what are we doing like we're just looking like the same thing same way even with football even with um <laughs> f sports yeah, even right. everything man it's like we just start and be like oh yeah you want him you can have him, don't worry. Or something like that. It's just weird. We have all these stars, all this brain, all this all this knowledge. What can we do to keep them? I don't think being being honest, if you compare like I'm going to use Ghana, the Ghana Premier League with and then someone from the Well, I'm not even gonna talk about football. Okay, let's move from football. Sorry, let's let's focus on athletics rather. Yeah. Yeah. These people Nigeria plays in all the tournaments that all these other countries play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the people that are actually giving funding, the Minister of Sports, Minister of Technology, and stuff like this, actually focus their, their funding on people that need it and, and in, in, to reduce brain drain, mm-hmm. yeah? It's going to be really important. It's going to be really, like, um, effective 
because if there were if there were f- five star facilities, people won't be leaving their country. No one wants to leave their their families though. They only ever live in their families because they think that that's the best thing for their families. For them to leave, get money, and send it back home and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No one wants to live where they're, they're from. Mm-hmm. But it's just the country is not that good for you to be patriotic, patriotic rather, if you get what I mean. Understood. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just like, back to STEM, if we had any of this investments, high-grade facilities, um, I don't even think so. Better teaching. Even low grade is enough. If you remember a while ago, there was a video about this Ghanaian teacher that was teaching kids and he was teaching them showing the, their computer with yeah. their mouth. Oh, I was going to put that's our audio thing, but yeah, go ahead. Yes, with the mouth and stuff like that. Like, even just doing that, because I know a lot of ministers of information, technology, and science, they collect a lot of money, they collect a lot of grants. But mm. We never see when the money goes. And should I tell you the the funny thing about that story? What's you know, funny? you know, I'm not sure what company has donated computers to that Microsoft. I think it wasn't Dell. Do you see, it was a Dell. I'm not sure. I had with Microsoft. But they've donated computers to that. Gradually, they will tell him as well. Oh, do you want to? Blah blah blah. Do you want to come work with us? And you say, and it's gone. I don't. You know what? It's you see, it seems like they are being generous. really generous, charitable. I'll just give them and that's why they appreciate that's why I like the way Western people think they have a game plan from the beginning <laughs> it's yo it's, it's strongly thought out for them like they don't miss any step do you get what I mean yeah I don't understand people man like <clears throat> generally I hope our generation is better but this generation of politics of government of everything they haven't forced. They haven't tried. Same thing with the last. Hopefully, ours brings the improvement. But, like, this one cuts it, to be honest. Do you think people are also just happy as they are? They're just complacent. They're just okay with how much knowledge they have right now. So, it's not really a big deal. Because then there would have been a fight for this. No, the problem is that... The problem is that... Yeah, I think you're right. People... People don't I agree think, with yeah. People don't think that most of these things are necessary mm-hmm. until things like Ebola comes along, because that's the problem with um, all these Western countries as well. They make all these things and leave it for years. All these technologies, if it's, if it's not relevant at that point in time, it's there. It's just there, collecting dust until when they need it. If it was Nigeria, you invested a lot of money. It's something that they haven't used. Your people will be asking <laughs> you. Then why did you do this exactly? Which I understand. I don't think we've reached that level to inv- invest strongly in STEM yet. But there should be something done. Like, it's a it's a step towards the future, towards act- actually competing with these with this countries, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it not when in our um, Kenya Africa Summit that this um, Lord Hastings was talking about this? Um, institution in Kenya or is it in Uganda they have one of the world class like it's a world class institution that they take only like 300 people mm-hmm. from the world two from each country kind of stuff that's mad I like that like, I, I think it was Kenya or something like that I, I can't remember the name he called it just now then rather I'm not saying focus all your all your stuff on STEM yeah but try as well man 
I'm moving back to brain drain, man. We need to try, man. It's interesting how I think our entertainment industry in Africa has more investment than STEM. I think so. I swear. I'm serious, man. Our entertainment industry has a lot of investment. You know the thing, though? You know the thing, though? It's essential. I'll tell you why. People need something to take their mind away from their sorrows. They don't need development, they need entertainment. They, they don't they need development there there is need for development but i'm saying that it's essential in, the te- in 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 terms that people actually need something to take their mind away because people are suffering in africa and you can lit- literally play the video or play even few and you see this guy hasn't eaten in ages still has, he can still manage to have fun it's essential because and that's why like, you don't see a lot of our people having like. I don't know. I don't want to say breakdown because I know people. I know mental breakdown is is becoming a huge issue in Africa now. But like, you don't. I don't know how to explain it. But you don't understand how essential it is for someone to be happy. I know what you mean. Someone's telling me the same someone thing. Someone to be happy. It's very. It's. It's probably not. You probably don't need to put so much money into it. Yeah. But it's essential that at least there's one thing that's making people happy. I think if we are to put the two together, and if you were to ask generally, would you want entertainment or would you want development? The answer would be development. But why can't we have both? If we are going on the the, the idea that one is more invested than the other, mm-hmm. then I would say that we should push towards. Yeah, that's why I said that yeah. I don't I don't think it should be as invest. They should it should have the, so much investment as yeah. it does. But at the same time, it's essential. We all need music and entertainment and TV during our hard times. That's, yeah. that's that's guaranteed. But there still needs to be more work done in terms of. But even the investments is not made by government though. The music, well, the entertainment investment. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was I surprised. I don't know how the entertainment industry works. Me, I, I was say, surprised. I won't say it's made, it's the investments are made by the government. So I think people are actively putting their money into that. I think which it's is, a, which is then based on general consensus you are trying to say. If you ask people. Mm. Based on that, we can tell that people are actually actively putting their money into into develop um, into um, entertainment than development, <laughs> which is literally like a vote. You can use that to tell what they value more. Although I feel like that's the wrong evaluation of things. Yeah. But like. So I guess we need left. to bring STEM up there as well. <laughs> I feel like STEM is not a major priority though. It's not, and it should be though. That it's not. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Tell me why not. I feel like there are more pressing issues than just to focus on STEM. Such as? Corruption. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. STEM no, it's be, true. It's STEM definitely, no, that's be, it's STEM true. STEM is up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, we haven't gotten to that stage where we should be focused on I feel like science, those are two different things, though. But, but if we're talking about what our government is going to focus on, yeah, mm-hmm. you can't say that, oh, they're in two different lanes. Because regardless... It's gonna have to focus its attention also on one thing. Are you saying so? If we solve corruption and we ask them, corruption's gone forever. What, what do you mean? We'll still always have corruption. Yeah, we'll still always have corruption. Sad. I just mentioned corruption because that was the one thing that popped into my okay. head. But that's not even the only thing that I feel like should be given priority over STEM mm-hmm. for now, because we haven't reached a, a strong level of. I feel like STEM should be inside development, anyways. 
We even reach a st- strong level of what? Like you know why STEM would be profitable even to help corruption? Because it would even aid in the fight of checks and balances. I don't know how. I don't have it as of now. But, but you can guarantee that having more STEM facilities in place mm-hmm. would account for a lot of a lot of things that have gone missing. My issue is that, for instance, Nigeria and our economy is bad. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then imagine your, your president is telling you that we want to focus on STEM. In the long run, it's going to help. That's the thing about STEM, yeah? It helps everything in the long run. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't focus on STEM when everything is so poorly constructed. Everything else, yeah. yeah? I think we need to reach a level of not use development because even STEM is development. Mm-hmm. But we need to reach on a level of stability, stability before we can start focusing on STEM. Which is why I say that STEM is a priority, but it shouldn't be one of our major priorities right now. Thinking of me, my own country, my own country. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know about Ghana or. <laughs> I, I'm personally, I feel like it should be the same for you as well, because we haven't we haven't reached that stage where the problem with STEM is that if we don't have stability, it won't work. But I feel like because you're grouping it even into even this if, big even construct if, because it doesn't have to be like STEM as this whole thing mm-hmm. that we can start or now we're going to implement and can just be little things into the things they found in STEM already. Little things like what? Like, so if you want to solve corruption, mm-hmm. things should be more transparent. Maybe how you even enter data is something that you can get from STEM. That's good. That will show you like cleanly like how things are being run, where That's the good. holes are. That's it good. can help you discover things. That's why it can't. It doesn't have to be the focus. We just have to implement what we have so far. Oh, that's very valid. But also, oh if you God. think about it, if you think about it, <laughs> you think about it. Let yeah. me think about it. How does how would the STEM investment come? Like where would it come from? Yeah, government will give money to its ministers, blah blah blah, and then we will invest in STEM. Yeah, obviously money has to pass through a lot of people for STEM to be invested in. Yes, are we? Do you all agree that? No. Okay, I, I would. Go I would, ahead. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's my point. How else would STEM be invested in without it passing through a number of Parties. offices, like Minister of? If I make technology. it very basic, it's kind of when you sign up for a module and they ask you to read a required textbook. What do you do? You get your book. So if you have some kind of system that is in STEM, like an analytic solving tool, decision making yeah. system, yeah. and you say. Um, foreign affairs. This is what we use now. Okay. It's a done deal. No, what I'm saying is that how do we get to that point? He's saying that how would you get the money to create how would we that, get that tech? To that point? We have to invest in it, yeah? Yeah? Okay. How do we invest <laughs> in it? No, do say you're giving me your point. It doesn't have to be an investment. It can be part of your budget is what I'm saying. It can be part of your... your um, like a budget. Yeah, the annual spend. Yeah. The annual spend. Okay, that's very good. So if it's part of your budget... How do you implement? It's what I'm saying is, regardless of how you think about it, yeah. How do you actually? It's gonna pass through a lot of people, yeah. And using corruption as one of my, that money will not get to stem because you will see that your minister is telling you that a monkey and a, and a snake. That's are not. Your that's money. happening in only certain places. <laughs> <laughs> because no, clearly, I, that's what Nigeria. Is okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But like, it goes back to my point of uh, we have to have stability first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Because. Regardless, there will always be corruption, yeah? But if there will always be corruption, is, then you might as well start now. There is corruption in, in most of these European countries, yeah? But I feel like there is a stage of stability where there are corruption if... if 
the levels are lower. Then. Yeah, if it's like if it's, it's okay. too high, people will know. Yeah, so they yeah. can just take small, small. Do you understand? Know and that's why they cannot, they cannot invest in STEM mm-hmm. comfortably. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. You can't just say, oh, wake up today and say, oh, I want to invest in STEM. We have to start somewhere. There are some other things you need to focus on first. You need to gain that stability. STEM is really important, but for Africa, not priority. That's me. Well, I guess if some countries that are stable or sort of stable take the lead, then South Africa can have STEM, can focus on STEM at this point. I suppose, but we'll come back to we'll come back to STEM and everything related. But we're just going to give you the second song from our producer Tobe David. It's Splits. It's featuring a day by Fashina. Baby, call me pond, you know, waste time, 
buy for a gamma, you so fine. You know me, I like good things. Baby girl, I'm feeling your waistline. Splits by Fashina featuring Ade. As we were talking about Splits. Oh, is that how you said? I guess. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not native with that. Um, as we were talking about STEM, Sika touched upon the ICT teacher who was teaching his students without a computer. So essentially, he had to draw the computer screen on a blackboard and draw it and draw the program he was teaching them on another blackboard, and then he take them through the the process. We have a audio from that for enhanced audio, and you can take a listen now, and then we can recap about it afterwards. His name is Richard. My name is Akoto Apia Richard. I teach information communication technology. This is a computer mouse. It's used for pointing to objects on the computer screen. It's sometimes challenging. You will draw and you expect the student to do the same thing. But you go around to inspect it in their book. They will be doing a different thing because they are not familiar with the features. Is that clear? Yes. Is that clear? Yes. We just try to displace the name of the program what? Lunch. We are living in a computer age now and I want my students to be equipped with all the necessary skills in order to compete with other students in urban cities. I was very happy when my pictures went viral, even though I wasn't expecting it in that way. And on that, you can find what? File, edit, view, insert, format, tool, and type a question for what? For how? It's very nice to hear someone giving that amount of dedication to his students. Like if you actually, if you if you have time, you should actually go and look at the video, and look at how much effort he puts into teaching these um, children. And it's also it's, it's one of those bittersweet things because it's nice to see, but it's unfortunate that it has to happen. And it just goes back to, oh, in terms of investments, that oh, if he had the tech, he obviously would be able to teach them better. And what he what, what he said that I was really paying attention to was that he wants his students to be able to compete with all the other you know students in the country essentially, because at the end of the day. The students are obviously going to go up. They need need jobs and they need to be what maintaining their lives, maintaining the lives of their family. So if we always have this type of uneven landscape, there will never be appropriate jobs for everybody. But that's 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 an always issue. But that was the audio. What do you guys think of it? I think that's very representative of what is going on in Africa versus the world. We are the students with the we have to memorize every step onto how to type on a word document while everyone else has it. Yeah. We really exhausted STEM. We actually talked about it for about like 42 minutes. So, again, Harrison isn't here. So, today. Who cares I cares about Harrison. I care about Harrison. How do you say that? That's actually. Uh, he'll be so. He'll be so heads to hear think, you say I that. I think he needs to leave now. He'll be so heads to hear you say that. Pack up and go. You have violated our radio show. That's how. how, how the problem master, for that matter. How I nah. said what I said. Nah, nah, you have a little ashamed. I know, Tyson really trusts you as well, so I can't believe you said that to you. Yeah, him. that's very painful. I'm actually disappointed. Heartbreaking. Gut wrenching. So All sad. of those additives. Should hey. have said that. Good story, bro. Hey, you don't wait, even know even anymore. Why are you talking to? Is it us? That's our cousin. Nah, I think, I think you need pack to your leave. bags. You have to pack your bag. Close the, close the laptop. Everything is just the good Let's go, let's go, go. We don't want you here anymore. No, actually, be. I'm doing. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah he's not here so instead of doing um, what's it that he does Probably Probably of the day. day we are doing pocket facts so brought a lot of interesting facts and let me put on the background music from the pocket from my pocket <laughs> oh yeah 
Okay. Exactly. You know, those are ones that you can Very just organic. you can just, just bring, bring it out. Someone, someone, someone is like, "Yo, what's up?" I say, "I got this fuck." Got this. That trivia lifestyle. So the first one, I have seven surprising facts for you, and this is in regards to the way China and Africa trade. So 441 million wigs. Benin was the biggest importer of wigs and the false beards from China in 2014. And guess where those wigs ended up? Nigeria. Yes, 100% Nigeria. Squad. <coughs> so Benin, was, Benin would import the wigs, then they would sell it off to Nigeria. I thought that was really interesting. Or the Brazilian, Brazilian, the Brazilian wig. Wig. You know what's really interesting about not even the wigs, it was the beards, the fake beards. I didn't know. Oh, that's very interesting. I man. didn't know there were Africans who wore fake beards. And now I'm looking at everyone's beard suspect. <laughs> I, need to, I need to get some of that for me. You need it. <clears throat> that means face is clean, like a baby. But face it's cute. It's soothing. They did not ask you, though, but it's cool. <laughs> 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 When you talk about it, that's why I brought it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I said it's handsome on you. It suits you. Yeah, I know, I know. There you go. Them, girls, <coughs> I really no one asked you, man. <laughs> no one asked you the one you said as well. Sixty million underpants. South Africa was the biggest importer of male underpants. Accounted for, it accounted for eighty-eight percent of all the underpants they had in the country. This all, this, these, these, like here and this is, is is funny and interesting and everything. But you know, in Ghana, they recently started making their own uh, underpants and everything. That's, yeah. Shopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of the things Where some of the things uh, who this guy yeah. sitting next when to me. When they find you, is what, what should we ask you? Who are you? You came here telling us that your name is money. Do we ask you? <laughs> should we ask you? I think it's shocking that the some of the type of things that we import, I don't feel like it makes sense. I don't know about underpants. I don't know how difficult or easy it is to make underpants. But that was the second one. The third one, 5,735 reptiles. Mauritius sent that number of reptiles to China and it was valued at $90,000. Each? No, for the lot. Imagine each, one reptile. That's a lot of money. 5,000 is I think I got a new inspiration for my business. What did you say? 5,000 times divided by 90,000. That's how much. Wow. 5,000 divided by 90,000? Yeah. Do you guys go to high school? That's like four. Okay, no, 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 don't do, no, 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 <laughs> so that means they only they only sent in eighteen reptiles then. No, they sent five thousand. Oh, that means one reptile was valued at eighteen eighteen dollars. Yeah, I guess so. That's senseless. Uh, why? That's very cheap, man. Mauritians are rich in reptiles. Probably. Oh, you mean they should price it higher? Yeah, uh, that's, that's cheap. Up, man. That's up to them, to be honest. Like, what kind of reptiles? They didn't really specify. It, it was just re- lizards, lizards, some type of lizard that they were sending. I'm worried now about my Chinese food that I ordered. Why? Hmm. I could be eating something special. Don't go to Nigeria, then you could be eating your own bees. <clears throat> Next for one. Um, no, say it with your chest. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> say it with your chest. Next time. Don't <laughs> go to. Anyway, next one. Eight million toilet. Eighty. Eight million dollars on toilet seats. Kenya was Africa's biggest importer of plastic 
Chinese toilet seats in 2014. We know what they're doing with their toilets. <laughs> we can't trust this game yet. Can't trust this game at all. At all. At all. That, how can you be importing <laughs> eight million dollars worth of toilet seats? It doesn't make sense. Every this is this not even one. This is like this was yearly. So it happened in 2013. Then back to back. They ordered another set, which means what did you do with all your previous sets? Back to back. <laughs> it doesn't make that's, sense. That's, that money. that's a big census for me. It's million. It's two senses for me. Hey. Well, think about it. One in every home. One in every home. Okay. But then. No, but you imported one one year and the same amount next year. Whoa. Come on, fam. At least according to this report. So let me not slander them. First of all, let's check how durable a toilet it is before we start arguing with them. Toilet seats are very durable. You can ha- you can keep the same toilet seat for plus three years. That's even small. Like plus four. More Actually, than even. more than that. F- you don't do much on the toilet besides. Besides <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> it. Uh-huh. Unless something inside you is like acidic. Ah. <laughs> Maybe anyway. But you you be checking out. Going to the next one. Because I'm talking. I'm talking about you there. Hey. <laughs> I'm not from Kenya. But <laughs> 159 million toothbrushes. Nigeria. Spent nine million dollars on toothbrushes, <laughs> roughly one for each Nigerian. We take we take about brushes very seriously. You know what is very interesting because recently there was a European country I can't remember which that was emphasizing how how much better cleaning sticks are for cleaning your teeth rather than toothbrushes. That's the yeah. traditional oh. thing that most of our countries use. And the fact that you guys imported their useless toothbrushes apparently, their toothbrushes that are worse off than what you already had, it's a bit interesting. That's all. That's all. I, I mean, if you put it in that context, that's, money, that's, not, that's not right to put it in that context. That's the best context to put it in because mm. you had you had a better instrument in the beginning. I'm gonna defend my people. But that yeah. Western influence. Shh. When I'm talking, you don't talk. Hey. Wow. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That Western influence has. That's a lot of money, you know. And you can just be using this anyway. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Nigerians are loaded. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. 193 million motorbikes. Togo spent 193 million on Chinese motorcycles, only surpassed by which country? Guess. Ghana. Nigeria. Thank you. Who spent 450,000 on Chinese motorbikes? Which is actually, you know what? That's actually a smart move because if you were to import motorbikes from anywhere, it would have to be from China because mm-hmm. they have low production costs, they have low export costs. Yeah, and I hope you are seeing that this day, which ones? No, they don't, oh, they're just coming from these Nigeria. Facts, these facts are facts. Like, I just got them from... You just got all the facts that relate to Nigeria that are bad. These were the seven, these were the seven <laughs> most interesting facts of trade between China and Africa. We believe you. Uh, the next one, 17 primates. Guinea was Africa's largest primate exporter in 2014, sending a, ma- a total mass of 340 kg of primates. I need to call Peter. Who? Oh, who? Peter. Why are they oh. exporting primates? What? You didn't say that when they're exporting reptiles. <laughs> okay. I'm a little biased. Yeah, okay. But what's wrong with exporting it them? Doesn't have to tell us that you have a friend from Tokyo, Abby. Don't worry, we've, we've heard you. Is Peter in Tokyo? Is that, is that the Asian guy? No, she's talking about <laughs> she's talking about the organization. You know, people eth- for ethical treatments of animals or something. Oh, <laughs> f- man, that's all right. <laughs> Can you not swear on radio? Oh my, I didn't, even, I didn't even realize... It's okay. How dare you? Good it bleeps out automatically. We have this system. It's from STEM. Whenever you're swearing, it just by itself. So you can even swear right now. You just do it. So if you want to have the system, invest in STEM. Invest in STEM. But to put a little bit of seriousness into these facts, um, there's been a growing um, relationship developing between China and many African countries. I can say for sure there's a growing relationship between China and Ghana. But there is one amongst many African countries as well. And is there a fear... 
that we are letting essentially we are letting these Chinese <laughs> and Americans because they also they also play a large factor running our countries and are they taking away what we should be doing. Can it, I say something controversial? Please go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, That's what we love. We had a debate earlier in one of my modules that this can be representative of the past slave triangle market process where they gain from us and then they sell back to us. It definitely that's exactly what it is probably. It is. Because like you what you don't say earlier about the oil. That you export your oil then you buy it back. Yeah. Yeah. We are I don't think I think the way our countries in which they are running and again I don't we don't none of us know how easy it is to orchestrate deals and everything between the country. But I feel like there are there's room for better policies and better trade deals to be in place. Time back to everything we talked about before. How do we have all of these STEM facilities and everything. We don't need these people to be coming in. We don't really need to be doing business with them. There was even an article released recently that we should stop the recolonization of African countries with the <laughs> immense increase in uh, foreign workers within all our countries. And is this something we should come to expect? Like, if I had to ask you guys, you see a lot of foreign workers in your countries? Just on the day to day? Yeah, on the island. On the island. Where, do you, where are they typically from? Oh, you don't you don't really see Asian, them like that. Asia, Asian, Asia, yeah. I see a lot of Asians, few white people, mm. Asian. Sika, what about you? I do as well, but I feel like that stems from our policies. Cause I was recently working with a BOP market in Bangladesh. Get and a girl. <laughs> and they have like a limit for how many foreign workers you can have in your company, and I don't think we have that system where you can only maybe have ten. And you can only hire a foreigner, especially if you cannot get the same per, uh, the same local person with the same kind of qualifications in your country mm. working. Then you can have a foreigner. But we don't seem to be bothered. Basically, it's the... Um, what's the policy code when, like, your country asks a favor its, its own citizens first? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I wish I'd let me try and get right a name. I used to remember yeah, as well. Yeah, so basically that kind of thing. I'm sorry I called you short, by the way. When, when did this happen? Was this happening while I was out here? You caught a shot? I caught, yeah. caught a shot. Oh, I thought you said you caught her shots. <laughs> wow. She is shot though. My news. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, to end on a bit of good news, I can't find a name for that, but that, I know what policy you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was recently announced by Nigeria, I'll say the Nigerian government, that they have successfully obtained, that's the wrong word, they have, um, what's the word? You know the Chibok girls that were kidnapped? <laughs> you know the Chipotle are kidnapped. Yes. They have successfully saved them. I don't. I can't find it. Rescued them. Most of them from the Boko Haram. And wow. I think they are fighting to get one girl back. Yeah, at this yeah, point in yeah. Time. yeah. We saw that in Black Panther. Do. Oh my. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> no, you can't. What kind of forever? <laughs> you can't do that. Trust. <laughs> this context is not for that. Don't freeze. Actually, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not that but you know what? Just if if we're going on it, that's like it was actually perfectly timed because as soon as the film came out, uh, a few days after the film came out, you know this they got them yeah. back. So maybe something's happening that we don't know. Maybe there's a real black person. Maybe there's a, some vibranium sitting in Nigeria. Oh my goodness! You don't think so? What kind of forever? Move the signs forward. The real black person. <laughs> What's that thing that everyone keeps doing with the strength? When he takes the... When the, the, he takes the herb. Yeah. yeah. I love that guy's accent. Nah, his accent changed like five times. Yes, yes. No, not, not Black Panther. The old man. Oh, yeah. The oh, old man Zuri. that died. What, what's his name? Zuri. Yeah. Yeah, we need to move back to... Oh, yeah, to... To, no. 
that was a good show. That was STEM. Any final remarks on STEM? Because we are soon closing. Invest in STEM no matter how little because every part that you invest in will really change how our systems and our policies will go from here. So it's definitely important. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask me. Okay, what's your ad? Let uh, us know. A-C-K-N-A. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to let that do that after what she did to Harrison. That's true. Who? You have to, ble- you have to cut that out. Who is that? Don't do that. No, 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 no. Actually, you know, you before that. you go, actually, I would like you to apologize to Harrison. <laughs> Harrison, can you get back to me about your email? Thank you. Huh. Rude. Any final remarks on Sam <laughs> from you, dummy? Nah, um, basically what Zika said, but I don't think it should be priority. <laughs> like I said before. Yeah. If it wasn't priority, you wouldn't be here. What do you mean? Country on the radio. Good night, guys. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? What? How? What? I'm interested. One more, one more. No. Before we go. No, 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 no. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Just cut it out then. She just wants to make a point. No, I said what I said. Take it however you want. Say with your chest. Say with the chest. With your chest. Someone said that more stem would, would is what will propel us to Wakanda forever. I mean, I'm tired of Wakanda forever, but... Yeah, yeah, we didn't allow Wakanda, man. We only make Wakanda jokes, man. We don't talk about it in, mm. re- like in reality. They said that, had we... Should we do more stem, stem funding? Wakanda is a reality. We'll become the reality. <laughs> Black we black need black. a lot more than that, but <laughs> we need a lot more than that. Even what that means is about stability. Wakanda mm. needs a lot more than that too. Wakanda is Wakanda is pretty much solid. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect system. No one is ever we perfect. You can be like off it. We're off it. We're really doing bits here, man. Episode nine, stem. That's it. Yeah.